Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Gather round a cauldron of piss. Stare straight in its bubbling abyss. The vapors form figures both strange and tragic, rude tales of magic. You're a grand old flag, you're a high flying <laughs> rude talks of chatting. Whoa! 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 That's right, it's a very patriotic rude talks of chatting. We're talking episode 49. Oh, Captain, my captain, as well as, huh? We're talking about the entire. Camp Arc! That's right! We came together. We had camp where we all recorded in person and we recorded a bunch of episodes all at once. So we're going to be talking about that. Now half of this episode is going to be patrons only. The other half is going to be public. That's right. But wait a second. Who the fuck are we? We've got... Wait, is that Uncle Sam up on some tall stilts walking through a parade? No, it's just Joe Lapore. <laughs> and I'm proud to be on Rude Talks where at least I know I'm free. And we won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. Take your, those hats off and take a knee for Tim Platt. You're taking your hats off and putting them on your knee? Okay, so now hats are officially the new knee pads. And if I'm roller skating... Oh, waving American flag, but it's the old version where it's just the circle of stars? No, it's Allie Fisher. Oh, uh, say can you see... I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it the, the the whatever the name of the ship that was docked at Mobile Bay that I used to live near? No, it's Taylor Moore. Oh, it's me. <laughs> the Enterprise? <laughs> it's no. The Enterprise? That's like, in Manhattan. No the Entrep? No. That's in Manhattan. That's in Manhattan. Well, Manhattan. God damn it. The monitor? <laughs> it's not the fucking monitor. The, the monitor was like the first Ironsides uh, Yankee ship. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait a second. The boat knower has logged on. The southern boat knower. The bald eagle has changed its attention. It is looking now at, <gasps> is that the Alien Sedition Axe? No, it's Carly Minardo. <laughs> <laughs> we named the eagle alien and sedition act. <laughs> but Carly took it on. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> is that soldiers raising the flag? No, it's Chris Hastings. <laughs> oh, any tune like Yankee Doodle simply sets me off my noodle. <laughs> Yay. Now, Yay. That's what I that call macaroni. Precise. But wait, oh, Mount Rushmore, it's been changed. All four faces are me, Branson Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh. <laughs> 
Zachariah. What a great country. Love, love to talk about it. Love to be here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No notes. Oh, my no God. We, no notes. No should notes. Should we, for the, the newly, oh. for, the, for the newly inducted. American? American. Mm -hmm. For the public feed who maybe has never heard this before, should we explain what we're doing? Yeah, we should. We mm. are, yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. We're answering questions. Patrons have questions. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure that others have non-patrons have questions, but we answer the patron questions here on Rude Talks of Chatting, where we take you behind the scenes and we give you in-depth answers about how we make this crazy show. I like to call Rude Tales of Magic because mm. you know I just like to call things by their names. <laughs> That's right. And if we answer. have some silly digressions or tangents, well, more's the better. Wow! <laughs> and we do this <laughs> after every episode. Uh, on our Patreon. Rude so tales. If, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the Patreon. We have these for every single episode. And if you don't like what you're hearing, this is a strange outlier of an episode and you will like all of the others. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hi, you. I read ads normally for you. Oh, that's how they know Taylor. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, yeah. Blue look back Taylor, that's do you do yeah. anything else for the show? No. <laughs> Okay. You're like the guy who dances on stage with ska bands. Oh, I, yeah. And here he's, I he's thought our, you uh, produced and edited. He's <laughs> our Don Pardo. Musical guest. <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> I love T-Rex. Uh, Great sweet. band. Sure. Yeah. Rest in peace. Dead band. Dinosaurs. Rest in peace, so... dinosaurs. <laughs> Patrons, public feed listeners, my colleagues here uh, in the Zoom. Uh, for our public feed, we're talking about Oh Captain, My Captain. Remember this episode that we released six years ago today? <laughs> <laughs> this very night. This is sort of the yes. oral history of that episode. Yeah. No, well, we actually we released that episode the night that we got Bin Laden. Oh yeah, yeah we yeah. that was the, I remember. That's correct. For some reason, Taylor wanted to drop that episode at like 10 p.m. on a Sunday, and we were like, "Okay, if you say so." Mm -hmm. Yeah, Taylor knew beforehand. Yeah. He was like, him and the Rock got the intel before anyone else. Yeah, well, you Taylor was to on sleep a plane. In, I delivered the damn news. <laughs> yeah, and the script is on the desk in that one picture. Anyway, That's <laughs> we all know that iconic image. Uh -huh. you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, we got him. There shot? was <laughs> Chris. I was going to say, now there is something unusual about this ship captain, but I can't quite remember. Oh, yeah. It's been so long. He had anxiety. So should we just get right to it? Should we talk about yeah, let's the show? But I don't want to talk over the questions. Let's hear the questions. Of course, of course. Now, for those of you, for, for, for public feed listeners, uh, the little, the, 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 the lampreys attached to our mighty content-creating stomachs as we swim <laughs> through the sea, uh, taking a free ride on our noblesse oblige. Uh, now, we accept questions about things from patrons you get to put a question in a form and then we do this show and we talk about your questions uh and everybody's got a question we got so much oh, we have good. so many things about this episode obviously there are about two main sure. buckets uh, uh uh so let's start off um with the one of the eponymous oh captains my captains chase tools um i it, America has exploded and died due to the launch of this non-player character, or should I say non-plussed 
Captain? Captain. Nonplus Captain. <laughs> Waiting for the page to load. Hold on. Damn. <laughs> it's like he's really buying time. What's happening? Really buying Stretch. Stretch. Drum roll, um, please. You're going to love this last word. <laughs> Car- Car- Carly's actually making taffy in her kitchen, yeah. and I thought she was telling me to go long. <laughs> I love taffy. And I love when my wife makes taffy. Uh, uh, folks, they're married, and there's no denying it. <laughs> All right, we had, so here's, all the questions essentially touch on some of the same stuff. So I'm just going to say, we heard so much from uh, Three Dwarves in a Trench quote, uh, Kermit de Frug. (laughs) (laughs) These are Patreon usernames. uh, 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 Grim, uh, that does not say Asian Dan, that says, also Dan, Bugnosis, Robo, I, Butthole, Start Little. There's no way to know where one name ends and the next name starts. You were to have, this is the most dangerous time that you could have a stroke. If you had it right now, you could go on for minutes know. and we would I have would no die. idea. No way we could know. It's like pretending to float upside down in a pool, you know, and not move. Yeah. Uh, a great the dead bit. It's a great bit. My mom was wrong. It's funny yeah. every time. It is funny. If you can make a lifeguard jump in with their clothes on, that's, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. Your little kid royalty. God, that's so funny. Uh, or you're in heaven. It's a win-win either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so many people asked Branson, like, I, I think that sure. Chase Tools <laughs> really broke people spirit. Like, really <laughs> broke. <Yes. laughs> well, I'm curious what questions there even could be, because he, he left nothing to question. He said yeah, everything. No. Well, I'll tell you this. Someone did write in, not one of the people I named. Someone, I swear to God, wrote in and put a question and said, okay, but what were the names of all of his wives? Impossible. Impossible to find out any way other than asking us. <laughs> no way to know. No way to know uh, what his wives' I names say, were. If you're the person, and you're going to remember asking it, if you're the person who asked that, I admire that you live a life with no rewind button, no <laughs> eraser on the pencil. You're just always moving forward like a shark. <laughs> you got to respect it. Uh, but no, they're all process questions. So they're, everybody wants to know, like, how in the world, like, where did Chase Tools come from? <laughs> fucking, all right, okay. Like, I guess this was, we've talked about camp before. This was the final, so, yeah, so we so we recorded. Yeah, how many, context six, will help here. Yeah, so it was, it was, this was, so when we, this is the way Rude Tales does production now. We gather together three or four times a year and record an episode a day for a week. And this was the last episode recorded at the end of the last camp. Now, if the energy you're hearing now is seems a bit high to you, it's because just a few minutes ago, we wrapped up episode seven of this camp. Mm-hmm. We have been meeting every night and every afternoon for a week and recorded a whole bunch of new episodes. Um, but this episode, oh, Captain My Captain, was recorded. It had, and we were we were having so much fun. We were loving it. We were in oh, yeah. person. Um, energy was high. And then Branson comes into the production meeting uh, at the uh, before the recording of the last episode, and we were both just high as a kite because we knew that this was going to be the De Bonesby Mind Palace episode, and we were so fucking excited for it. We're just talking and just details and theorizing and all these things. Uh, it was inc- It was just these great meetings we would have, and then. Uh, and then Branch is like, oh, but I have no idea what anybody else is going to do for the rest yeah. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Always a great 
spot for like a DM's mental state. Like, and the rest of you, I don't fucking know. What do you want me to do? I'm one man. <laughs> do you what? Do you remember like I how you arrived it. at the key? Yes. So it is as a lot of stuff is it, in comedy. It was inspired by a, a line in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh what? God. This is it the is, first time we're hearing this. Yeah, no, it's the part where the mom is giving um, like the press conference and she's giving a lot of details about her daughter. And Jodie oh, yeah. Foster's like, that's smart. That she's, she's repeating. Doing that. Like, yeah, she's repeating details because it's harder to kill someone if you're repeating details. Oh, my details. God. Yeah. It's not a funny detail in the movie, <gasps> oh, but when I heard it, so I was like, funny. you know, just bookmarked it away for years later of like, well, maybe something there. And it just like, came back to me of like, oh, details. I can just wow. fucking hit them with details. And then I was doing this voice to try to make Taylor laugh of just like, I'm a ship captain and I'm begging you don't let me live. And it was like, Taylor's a very satisfying break, you know, when you get him. Like, it just feels yeah. really good. All, all we ever want is to hear Taylor laugh on the other side of a wall. Yeah. Yes. I fucking love it. And it's like, and I was, it was, I could tell, I was like, oh, wait. I've I got something. It's like a kid yeah. who found so, you know like okay. important something. context. I hate to interrupt, but this Please. is so important. And I, I'm <laughs> killing. My, I like I I could have sworn we took video during the recording of this episode. I still I, I think it oh, must really physically. be on someone's phone. The listener needs to understand <laughs> that that like <laughs> that while Branson is saying it, he's got his arms up. <laughs> like I, I can't describe the motion, but it's. it's but you can hear a, it in his voice. Here's how I here's the, the, the phrase I have it in my head as presentational begging. Well, that's yeah. yes. so it, he he played it like he's someone in a play who only has one line, but actually he has all the lines. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hamlet did that. Yeah. And, and if you like, and if you uh, if you want to get the rhythm of the hand, yeah. If you want to get the rhythm of the hand, okay, you imagine his hands up and it's I'm it, the poly hit amorous ship captain and i hit suffer from ang hit anxiety you know there's always a hidden and i'm the hitting and the da 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 you know it is the thing is it's completely intoxicating once you start doing it you have to be either put down or you need like 48 hours before you do anything else i could not have done that on the third day of camp or every other npc would have been like i'm somebody telling you news about this thing like that you can't stop doing it once you've started well the reason stir fry makes the move to kill him is because I thought that's what Branson wanted yes. us to do. Sure. Yes. We were we uh, were dying in this room. This is the funny this is like maybe the funniest thing I've ever experienced to be this the whole time. But I thought like Branson must be saying just kill this guy well, uh, so you can get along with everything else. I feel like a few of us thought that because there have been times where we've missed the cue from Branson where Branson's like, please like bring this to an end. I can't. I'm suffering <laughs> physically from doing this. Oh yeah. A lot of your and, favorite moments are root tales. <laughs> Come on. And so we're like, we're like, we're gonna be good teammates and we're gonna we're gonna put this guy out of his misery. We're gonna save our friend Branson from having to do this. And he refused yeah. to die. Yeah. Or, I think there were you could feel it in the room. There were like waves of submission as we realized <laughs> like, <laughs> that we could, that we were not going to like that it was just simply something that was happening to us. And I described yeah, yeah. this to you all. It was like that moment in Hereditary where the, you know, one of the characters submits to being possessed, where there was a sort of tranquility after realizing, like, we we weren't going to get to kill him. And also he was just like, he was like, 
we were on a ride. It was like a roller coaster ride. And it was so funny, but I will say that like recently we did a rude talks where people were like, oh, that's right, this NPC, you guys haven't met this NPC yet. And I was just like, huh? And I couldn't remember. This character had been completely wiped from my memory. Yeah, and I think sure. it's because of the stress of yeah. being yelled the at. The human for body hours. has a way of taking care of itself and just removing certain traumatic memories. <laughs> I will it was say so funny. Yeah, for I had me, completely my experience forgotten doing it as I'm just shouting at my friends in a small room, and I can hear Taylor and the other side of the wall just like banging the door, like yes, yes. As I'm doing that, it was so surreal for me to watch everyone be like, "Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Huh? What does he want? Does he want to die? He doesn't want to die." And this watching everyone slowly, like one at a time, sort of like piece together. Like I don't think he wants yeah. anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to remember that like we didn't know the structure of the episode we didn't know that yeah. we yes. were filler yeah. for yeah. the debonesby arc so we were treating this like as you know as it's the, a direction we needed to go in is <laughs> yeah. this boat have oh. mysteries that we don't know like yeah. if we keep them alive is that gonna en- oh, engage the witch hunters we, like, we're like we want to be good players because uh, i knew good story <laughs> you guys keep making these like amazing story moves and then the I uh, the DM you make a good story move and then the DM jumps in to be like no you don't I'm here. Like, yeah. no lifeboats on this ship I, I mean bullshit I was like why would there be lifeboats because they would need them that's but yeah. I said it like it's like you idiot Incredible. what I think is so funny is that like it was so much work that you had to do for all the mind palace stuff yeah um, like and then it would have been so easy for you just like to treat the the B plot on the boat as like like you can give them a little like the characters are all happy to talk to each other for a minute and you could have taken a rest but you're like nope time time for my yeah. second job and you put on like your your construction worker hat yeah. after working a full day you know robbing a bank or your whatever your graveyard shift. that's how two jobs work right I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bank robbing is grave a job robbing. Yeah. grave or bank robbing yeah i think joe joe was the last person to submit is what I remember from the room. I feel like Joe <laughs> valiantly was like, like yeah, sort of like really struggling until the end. And I think it's one of the most it. tragic stories in the whole yeah. episode is the meta story of Joe being like, no, he can't, I, he, he would can't. never do this to he us. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, wait a minute. The, the clown, the, the clown magician needs us to take that handkerchief out of his sleeve. Sure, it'll, it'll be fast. Come on, guys, let me get this, this poor man. No, he just space is finite, everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> We we took a pee break during the recording of this episode and I looked over to Branson and I said, you don't mean it, boss, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't tell you, I'm so happy that that character translated as well as we wanted it to. Because when when Branson, before we recorded the episode, like, it was like, okay, we need some sort of like treadmill to give everybody else (laughs) while we while we move on to Bonesby's story. And he was like, well, we haven't had a a kooky NPC in a while. And it was, oh, this guy just is like, you know, (laughs) he only does is tell details of himself. That's that's great. Yeah. yeah. And his main detail is he's polyamorous. That's great. And then it just sort of, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't remember the exact turn, but it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. The realization that 
he never turns it. Th that is the entire character. It's not like, so in comedy, <laughs> to the uninitiated, there's an idea in comedy <laughs> of uh, game. That there's an unusual pattern that repre repeats itself. Uh, but in order for it to feel like natural and organic, you have to rest the game, right? Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can't say You don't have to raise <laughs> the game. You have to, you have to keep surprising yeah, and expanding. So the, the game is an unusual pattern that repeats itself, and each time it gets a little stranger, it's heightening or bigger. Uh, but also, it can't be back to back to back. you got to rest it a little bit in between, or else it feels like you're just, you know, eating nothing but ice cream for dinner. But every once in a while, someone breaks the rules, like an Einstein, uh, mm -hmm. Mary Curie, you know, I just... <laughs> Famous, I love where this is going. Charlie Sheen. What? I said famously was, good at game. Famously good at game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, someone comes along and breaks a rule. And when Branson hit on that, 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 that character is always that tone, always that rhythm, always has his hands in the air. Like, Everything he says is the last line of a vaudeville routine. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. It's just like you're throwing your own head to the back of a theater. Uh, I mean, that's just one of the funniest. Laugh. That I've just, I don't know. Sometimes you come up with these things and they just, it feels like I'm, someone's unlocked your chest cavity with a key. I'm so, uh, so I can't funny. tell you how cathartic it is, this thing that I've been getting yelled at since I could speak of just like, <laughs> enough, shut up. Like it's to be rewarded. Oh. Oh, oh, I hope everyone gets that feeling. Oh my, it's my whole career. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Now, we also get a lot of a lot of questions. So one of the big questions was, where did he come from? The second thing was, did you want the crew to kill him or not? Uh, we answered that. Right, right. His entire point was to kill time for the, <laughs> the crew. Uh, uh, so we definitely couldn't let him die. Um, another question, and this is something that people write in to us often and ask about, or I see people writing online about this, that did you create chase tools specifically to annoy the cast as an act oh. of like malice? No, yeah, probably. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how... That's not how we think or behave. Every, we were all laughing, like with our microphones covered. Like, yeah, it was so yeah. Funny. I mean, I, no, I mean, the actual answer is like I thought my friends would think it was funny, and I wanted them to, you know, <laughs> like this is the real. But like, yeah, there's a, there, I'm I'm a, I'm a nasty little freak. There's always a tinge of like, ah, but it comes at a cost, friend. Like, <laughs> I also think it was like, it's like it was it was big and funny and a really savvy change in energy from the very tense horrifying a plot of the episode like it was a nice switch up energetically to have this really loud funny character um contrasted with the really cool stuff going on with the bonesby i also think um mm -hmm. and delete this if you want but i do think <laughs> I think sometimes uh, we get questions or reactions to our show that that seem like they're coming from a place of like, if this happened in my home game, <laughs> I would feel weird, you know, sure. which I guess I understand. But also, I feel like as like creators of a show is so foreign to me, because I feel <laughs> like we always everything we want to do is to make each other laugh and to make story exciting. And so I feel like this was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced in my life. So the idea of someone being like, did Branson want to annoy you? It's like, 
what an uncharitable thing to say if this happened to you or home game that you never experienced before i guess that's where i can see where you're coming from dude you know? if you fucking sat down to a table of D and you'd never played before and the dm was like shut up i'm talking let's talk about like even if this let's say this was a game this is episode 49 so we're not like we're not I don't know. There's there's definitely a place in sort of playing D&D with folks where it's like, okay, I've like taken out all of my shiny toys that are on my sheet. We've played with them, people have seen them, we've debuted them. I've oh, I now I've played with it in a whole new way. And like there's which isn't to say the excitement's gone, but it is to say <laughs> it is to say like there's room for more of the like narrative, the character. Like it's really fun to get a chance to see something like I don't know I think I think it could potentially work in a home game but oh good. yeah I don't know it's just you, you gotta know? keep it fresh you gotta keep new stuff happening this show yeah. I've described a million times before at least from a DMing perspective is it's like you are building the parachute after you've jumped out of the plane like oh listeners have already heard that detail you know like there's just like the show exists and we are moving forward and I'm constantly surprised by new choices that you guys are making and that the characters are making and that the show itself just is sort of making organically with this group mind. And so it's like, I constantly just trying to come up with new ideas. Like, Oh, this could happen. You know? Oh, what about this? I think we said this earlier. And I, you know, we go back and listen and like, this was just one where I was like, well, I've never shouted that long. (laughs) (laughs) I've shouted a lot, but not that much. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, we all like each other and we see I think some people get confused because they'll they'll see like a character act like they're very annoyed by someone. Mm. Right. Or sure, it like sure. like Stir Fry is one of my favorite characters in all of fiction. But if I was in a scene with Stir Fry, I would have to pretend to find Stir Fry annoying because that is the game that is the yes. part that you're playing when you do the abbott and costello who's on first routine one of you <laughs> has to pretend to not know what right. the other one means <laughs> even though you've actually both rehearsed the sketch and the lines and you know what the gig you know what the gag is you have to pretend okay. that you are annoyed or don't understand and i think that could confuse some people that we might actually be annoyed with it's yeah, no no we start. are all very close and we i love you guys very much and it's like tim is playing a character you know for stir fry we got stir fry here it's like he is a vortex he is a hole of need right and like mm-hmm. and he knows that and he but yeah. he fucking brings it to the table every time we all know what he's doing it is if you were to every single time meet him with oh here's what you need oh here's what you need oh here's what you need that's you're fucking shitting all over his his character and his idea you know it's like <laughs> i've got a problem and it, you don't fix it right away you gradually over time or maybe i never do also so, <laughs> just such a joy to get stir fry in this episode saying like we've never met anyone this annoying oh my gosh yeah. so wow. that is like a just to be like a wonk for a second that is like a thing that if you've never taken an improv class or if you've never done improv scenes to get with anyone before like it it might it feels really intuitive to us that like when a character or person you're sharing a scene with is like don't do this thing that usually means do this thing more do this thing way Uh, more and that's like that's not how human beings are supposed to act towards each other but in improv it's exactly (laughs) what you want yes and i do think that character i'll say it again this is like maybe the funniest character I've ever seen in my life. I I love this. I, I do. I'm gonna let I, you say it every time. I love hearing it. And I do think it deserved a like in game 
uh, statement of Stripper being like, we have never met anyone like this before. <laughs> like, like, yeah. That need to be engaged. Well, we, this was not my intent. I did nothing special here. It just like accidentally, just from not shutting up, we did get to see a new dimension of Stir Fry that we got to see Stir Fry sort of be higher status than a guy, which is very <laughs> rare on the show. Yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. Always so fun. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I love it so much. I, I, oh, I, I, love, I don't, I don't know. I, I would, I would be president of the Stir Fry fan club if such a thing existed. It does. Uh, they pay my <laughs> health insurance. <laughs> and thank Frank, you, uh, thank uh, you so all. much. And if you're listening to this and you don't, come on, chip in. <laughs> Daddy needs pills. It's it the fan club loophole. I want to send you, Taylor. Uh, please don't be in that fan club because I think uh, it's a rule that they promise to die. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, no, I want to live. I need. That's why I need the pills. <laughs> Classic living move. <laughs> Wanting pills. <laughs> Whoa, living vibes. Who here lives? <laughs> Ooh, live hive. <laughs> live hive. Live hive. Happy oh, live, happy wife. <laughs> happy wives. Uh, well. Uh, uh, talking about uh, Chase Tools, uh, we're almost wrapping up this, but uh, uh, every, uh, yeah, this is a, this, this character everybody loved. We got a, a lot of stuff about it. Uh, so, uh, nice. I But Whole asks, um, uh, I uh, uh, has, have there ever been any characters... Uh, so uh, Branson uh, loves a- characters who are a lot to deal with. That's a Blue Tales <laughs> staple. Sure. Um, have there been any characters or bits left on the cutting room floor because they went a bit too far past <laughs> anyone's ability to put up with it? And the answer is, of course, no. I, I don't think the yeah. only the only character who the entirety of that character was cut from the show were a couple of like low-level fighters that never had a personality and the hat yeah. store owner <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. who was famously cut scene. in the entire shopping for hats scene. So but that was not the cast Long. being like, enough. Yeah, that, that was, was the cast being like, we want more and Taylor being like, it's all unusable. Yeah, that's a t- 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was the cast saying, we are having fun shopping for hats in this no no stake scenario where other more things can happen. We had just met Kevin and we were avoiding all the ramifications of that because we want to get hats together. Yeah, the, the, yeah I mean, was, the premise of the question though is like, I don't ever feel like I'm putting up with anyone's character, you know? Yeah, like, it's no, just, yeah that's, I've never felt that's it. That's not the scale. We do yeah. cut lines that go too far, though. Speaking as someone who sure. has had oh. lines <laughs> cut for going too far. Yep. <laughs> I won't say what they are here because that defeats the purpose. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we all like to push the envelope sometimes. And sometimes you find when the envelope... Uh, go away. You pushed it hard. <laughs> Very nice to Sometimes. have a live audience of people I trust sitting right here giving live reactions. Yes, you know? well said. Yeah. Yeah. A scene yeah. sometimes oh, and- will find a natural button and then mm-hmm. I certainly can't help my... I blame none of you. I can't. I'm a little piranha skeletonizing a cow too. I will be like, <laughs> that was a pretty good button but what if I said one more thing and then <laughs> it's 20 minutes later and we're all just like breathing heavily. It's like, ah, we can't stop. <laughs> Uh, and just so the listeners know, uh, it's it's not me, you know, like stuff like that. Uh, if because the thing improv, you say things at the top, off the top of your mind. You're not really. I mean, this is all D and God knows. There's games I've played around a table that I wish I could take a line back. I wish I could take a move back. Uh, no, it's like people could be like after they record, like, oh, nah, I'm not nuts about that thing that I said. Can we get it out? And it's just, of course, of course, you can. Or sometimes um, it's as simple as like, oh, I just undercut. Mm-hmm. myself like not yeah. that like i went too far just like oh i was trying to go for a joke or something and like oh that just that just undercut everything i've been working towards for the last two years yeah and yes be- for that to get cut 
And kind of like what Carly just said, sometimes we'll make moves that are, maybe they're a joke that work, but you realize that that means something about your character that A, you've contradicted before, or you just like don't think is true, mm. or you don't want to explore. So sometimes <laughs> we, you, truly, I mean, I, I can't remember if it's specific, sure. but I, I'm sure there have been times where I'm like, oh, that's like, that's a direction that I don't, I don't know if I don't want to go into it yet, but I don't want to be locked into that yet. And if we can cut that out, Mm. great you know so i do think like there are a lot of very practical cuts that come that just come from is this a character move i want is this a character move that i've contradicted or uh i said something that i don't believe we have the luxury of not having sure not sure. having to be tied into that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's a great says though it works <laughs> uh uh all right, uh, and that's everyone say goodbye to Chase Tools. Yay! Bye, Bye. Bye Chase. And now for the second question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like 12. That was so I many. Uh, and then we have so many questions about the Mind Palace. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, this was one of my favorite things we've ever done on the show, was this these Mind Palace sequences and then uh, climaxing into this final one. This is one of my favorite things we've ever done on the show. And obviously, people have a lot of questions in it. Everybody loved it, thought it was fantastic. Uh, all right, let's see. We heard, let's see. What, what, what do we got here? What do we got here? <clears throat> oh, this is a great question. So uh, this has been Silver Asks. Uh, when you're doing a scene in DeBonesby's De Mind Palace, what do the other castmates know do y'all do the uh, Mind Palace scenes in front of everyone else? Are they kept in the dark? What's the deal? Hold on, Taylor. Are they a, a bearer of the Black Girl or are they an elf lord? I am so glad. You, it's just been so long since I did this. I, I forgot to say. Been uh, ben Sil this has been Silver, Bear of the Black Girl. Cheers. 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 Ben. Also, a TikTok, big TikTok star, Ben Silver. Oh, oh. congratulations. Ben actually sent us a present that I have not given. Well, it's only one thing. What? I can't give it to you all. Oh. But it's sitting on say it's sitting on <clears throat> it's sitting on my wife's desk. <laughs> it's a very cool circle within circle. Anyway, never mind. What? Present uh, for me on your wife's desk. Every oh everybody wants to see And every the day now. it ticks a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's an hourglass that levitates about three feet off the ground and it's got Chris's name on it. I don't know why. Well, oh, and every yay! grain of sand is Chris. That's fun. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> uh, I love my tiny sand husband. <laughs> I have no questions. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, do, do, what does everybody know about the the uh, the Brainland? Oh well, I I mean. I, I sorry, I don't know why I'm jumping in, but I will say we don't we don't do any of the like stepping out of the room stuff anymore. If that's helpful we context. used to, we did once upon a time. But Branson, it's probably more interesting for you to speak to that. Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> having you guys step out of the room can work to change like the energy or like to really be like, all right, it's just you and me in here. And the further the show goes on, the more I realize like it is diminishing returns on the, it. Is it, you guys are good actors. I can just look at you, especially when we're in the room together. I can just look at you and be like, hey, it's just you and me right here. You know, I just, I, I can set the scene. I can work a little harder to set the scene and sort of like make the, this like, remember, this is the energy we left off with this is what we're coming back into. And you guys know what to do. And it's better with just having everyone in there because they can react. And then when it comes back to them in small ways or big ways, they can choose to play with it or not play with it. It's really, I have found that it's not especially worth it to keep you guys in the dark 
about too much. You know, mm. there's some things I want to hold off and I want to be cool surprises for you guys, but especially stuff where it's like, well, this is your friend. This is this is your friend. And in one case, your husband, this is, you know, he's like going through a cool thing. You want it. I want you to be there for it. This is a cool the Bonesby moment. And meanwhile, Chris is fucking killing it. He's just like yeah. knocking this shit out of the park. It's just like an Oscar worthy podcast performance. <laughs> oh, go you on. Take him through. I will. And you take him through the ages and your voice. You can hear the voice deepening mm-hmm. and then getting sh- like shriller again as he like loses the flesh around his neck. It's incredible. You can hear his body changing just from these subtle vocal changes that you're doing. And like while maintaining the acting and maintaining the speed and maintaining the pacing and you were there with me the entire time. You know, I never had to give any notes. Like, remember, this is important. You know, like you were <laughs> selling that the entire time. Um, and it's like, that, that would have been a shame to make you guys just go wait in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, <laughs> I was really glad I got to see it. Um, and I didn't, I knew that you and Chris had spoken about like, okay, like there's something big in the works for DeBonesby, but I had no idea I mean, I know my husband likes mind palaces, but I had no idea <laughs> what specifically we were going to be witnessing. And so it was really cool watching it unfold before us. You guys want to know what mind palace I actually use in real life? Because I do. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, I find that I genuinely find that a mind palace is a very useful tool for memorizing things. Mm. Um, <clears throat> if you can visualize an actual real space in your head, you can assign things to details within that physical space in your mind. So it's very useful for memorizing lists. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I used to have a mind palace built of all of the details out of my old apartment going down the street into the grocery store. And so I'd, I would assign like, <clears throat> and be like, okay, I need to remember X, Y, Z. And I'd be like, all right, X is that guy who is always in his car on the corner. Mm. Y is um, the nice lady at the laundromat uh, who like, got me a bottle of wine for Christmas one year. <laughs> like Aww. Z is the machine that looks broken. And I could just assign any anything I need to remember to that because I could go through that sequence very quickly. So these days it's actually our local grocery store because I know where every single thing is in the grocery store. And so if I need to like if I need to memorize something really quick, usually I will just assign <laughs> items to the produce section through the pasta. And that's enough stuff to remember. <laughs> but Chris, uh, what if you need wow. to remember your grocery list? <laughs> Well, that's Whoa. that's all. That's Pastas, the apples, apples, pasta. <laughs> that's the easiest part. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, Seriously. so much apple rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's why I was like immediately like, oh, he goes into mind palace. It was just like I, I forgot that Sherlock did it. <laughs> and <laughs> when we were, well, they didn't invent it. Yeah, <laughs> it is also one of my favorite Stephen King go-to tricks. Oh, baby. So great. My favorite example is uh, uh, in the movie, Damian Lewis's character in Dreamcatcher. Yeah, so, man. And so folks funny. cannot recommend the Dreamcatcher movie enough. It is one of the wildest things I've ever seen. Saw it in the theater. Oh, mm. what a classic. Uh, yeah, Stephen <laughs> King loves the mind palace. Uh, lo- yeah, I love the mind. So uh, we also got a lot of questions from multiple people, Chris. How do you keep all this straight? So you're having to manage the relationship between mm-hmm. – uh, De Bonesby and his memory of everyone in his family that he was close to. Yeah. And another goblin character. Oh, yeah. And having to keep track of what all the stuff in the Mind Palace means and having to map all that metaphorical stuff onto real world things and just the character of regular old De Bonesby going through all this thing. Like, did you have tips or tricks other than like keeping notes? Did you have a Mind Palace about the Mind Palace? <laughs> How did you keep all that straight? Um, 
Well, for one thing, whenever I was playing DeBonesby in his head, Branson just took over for the goblins. So I never had to do prolapse talking to DeBonesby, though it would have been fun. I've uh, I've done similar things on our our sister program, Oh These Those Stars of Space, where uh, I, I play a couple different characters that might talk to each other on occasion, which is very funny whenever Joe, our 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 space dungeon master, uh, <laughs> pimps us into that. Um, SDM. But I think like I've I've lived with the character for so long that like I know what he was like in college and what he was like as a little boy. So to like switch back and forth um, was not a big deal because like I've already imagined it and it was like, oh, this is just the like it wasn't real. Like even though I thought it was real, it's not until it's on mic and it's released, you know. Yeah. So it felt very real to me already, I think was the thing and then like the biggest thing was like switching voices with his ages um and it was like when he was in college i was just like oh just imagine your throat's a little meatier (laughs) not not a meteor like an asteroid like like beefier Mm -hmm. (laughs) and were those were those age changes was was that stuff you had thought in advance coming and being like oh i know those or was that just you on the fly being pretty like Oh, yeah, I'm here now. Great. I'll uh, I'll do that. Uh, great. I'm here now. Uh, I'll do that. You know? I think Branson and Taylor and I had talked about what we were going to do that we were going to like because I had already I think I had just said that he had a mind palace because I wanted a place for him to hide from the goblins. Right. Mm. And it was like and it was very much Taylor. I'm realizing that I was totally from uh, uh, Tommy Knockers or no Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Um, and that like he had to lock himself inside a, a, a part of his mind just to keep the goblins away from his magic. That was what was most important in the beginning. Mm. And then we were just like, yeah, let's let's see what else is in there. And I was like, oh, he's just got like memories from his youth and they're all different rooms, like different dimensions, like little portals to parts of his life. And then Branson really ran with that. Um, and then I think just prepped me for like, yeah, you're going to see him as a kid. You're going to see him. We wanted to we wanted to make it very clear that the reason why DeBonesby went to the college when he was an elderly man was because he went there when he was in his 20s. Right. So it was the only place he knew to go to to restart learning magic again. And there's no other... Polaris is the only school most people know of. Exactly, yeah. It's not like like a lot of D&D worlds where you can just pop down to the magic shop and buy a scroll or whatever, or, you know, enroll in Hogwarts, no big deal. Like, yeah. (laughs) But you can buy a body-switching shell... At, <laughs> well, you used to be able to. At Ulster yeah. Anatomy. <laughs> it's Ulster a crazy Anatomy world, I tell you. Of course, you could also buy giant robots that fit together to form another giant from not, No, not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. Well, yeah. anymore. Well, they have other locations. <sighs> and I got to say, they, the business was not doing well. <laughs> no, hey, ultimately, it's a market solution. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is I was anticipating it. Um, though I, I never practiced the voices. I was, you know, the first time you oh. heard them was the first time I said them. Wow, okay, humble brag. Uh, now, this question from <laughs> Bear the humble. Black Grail. Also, keeping that... Pro- oh, an anonymous question? <gasps> what the Okay. Is that okay? Oh, oh, is this okay? okay. Cheers. 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 Hail. Did DeBonesby always know that he killed his father? He said that he didn't remember exploding his father, but when Freddy was at Riddle Guy, he admitted to killing his father in a haze. Is that true? I don't remember. Yeah, um, he uh, he pieced it together. Basically, it was always something that was kind of like bothering him in the back of his mind. That like he's like he kind of knew he killed his dad, but he didn't know exactly how. Like he kind of yeah, that was like it was it he he maybe papered that memory over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that's something you had decided back with the episode where like we first meet Otto Debonesby with the Griffins? Like 
had you sort of like did you come out of that thinking yeah the bones we killed that guy uh it, it's the only way that it made sense to me that their relationship could continue <laughs> <laughs> chris if someone had pressed the bonesby at riddle mm -hmm. Guy to describe that entire scene uh-huh would he have described himself as being alone with his father oh that's a good question um uh, perhaps yeah. we shouldn't or, say anymore i don't know or no yeah maybe i don't know i don't know that's a great question i mean it gets into this great question of is it a false memory? Is it a true memory? Did this actually happen? Mm, interesting. Mm. Did, this, did this force, did this, this hitchhiking figure, did this actually move through time and make him do this as a child? Did the, does this power transcend time? Oh, well, you gotta keep listening. I love <laughs> My favorite. You wait. gotta keep listening to the podcast. My favorite part about this question is the idea that somebody asked it anonymously, like, if you, you know, if somebody, let's say, kills their dad, would they remember it? Or furiously <laughs> <laughs> texting, furiously texting in a library filled with yeah. gore. Yeah. Um, oh boy, oh boy! They're wearing leather gloves, and there's no fingerprints on. And the if you don't remember, how did you forget? That sounds like it could be useful. I have several thoughts. Uh, and even though it's anonymous, none of us submitted the question. <laughs> oh, okay, Jill. Oh, interesting. Jill, yeah. turn on your video. Good. <laughs> no, uh, I know there's I too much chat around. I mean, he's in a darkened room. <laughs> oh. uh, I love that scene so much. The the uh, exploding Otto de Bonesby was one of, I think that's maybe my, in the top three sound effects in the <laughs> so in cool. the show. Uh, that moment, I think you got to have headphones. Taylor, you, you were right to do it, but I was upset that it didn't just sound like a breaking pot. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, pot. I know. <laughs> You know, you don't want to undercut it. Uh, exactly, I know. <laughs> but I, I, oh boy, oh, that whole episode was such a joy to, uh, to design. All right. Um. Oh, okay. Now here we go. Here we go. Here we here go. Here we go. Chris, Taylor. Now you know that sometimes on the Discord, uh -huh. theories will develop. Alt no! reading, alternate readings hmm. will organically grow. Oh yeah, great. They're right. Someone has, yeah, they're all correct. Someone has asked. Rude tales, Protestants. Mosfler. Mosfler. Bear the black rail. Cheers. Cheers. Has asked. And I want to be clear. We have answered this question in canon and on Rude Talks of Chatting. And yet, Mosfler persists. Mosfler. Is de Bonesby a warlock and not a wizard? as previously assumed uh, um I'm here we go drum roll the definitive answer capital c for cannon <laughs> you've heard of a 21 gun ship well wait till you hear the number of cannons that are about to pop off in your ears while chris hastings bombards you with a broadside of knowledge he's a bard <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, folks. good night everybody that jaunty singer you love to hear <laughs> It's clear he's a bard, right? <laughs> I thought that was obvious. It's so important to me that you know that. Though there is a moment in the upcoming episodes that might... Uh... Tim, no! We can't yes, come no. Tim, don't tease. Don't Tim, think... tease. I'm taking the pushback. I'll say no more. <laughs> I've heard of sleep no more, but this is amazing. <laughs> Just like sleep but, no more. <laughs> but this I've is amazing. No more. <laughs> However... <laughs> In contrast. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. Mags, 
Hootie, Yamboli. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. No, look, erase that. Oh, uh, no, how embarrassing to say the wrong thing. Wait, Chris, are you going to answer the question? He's a wizard. Okay. He's a wizard. He's a wizard, Chris. <laughs> You're a wizard, Chris. <laughs> Out, big thumbs up from Allie. <laughs> We're loving He's it. He's a wizard. Branson, Chris, everybody wants to know. Not me. Is it... Worcester, Worcestershire, Worcestershire, pronounce Worcester mm. as as one might in West mm. Mass, mm -hmm. or is it Worcester, W U R S T E R? Uh, I will say it was W U R. Jesus Christ, <laughs> W U R S T E R. Worcester is Worcester. how I had been keeping it in my head. And, and Chris? Woodhouse. And yes. I have definitely accidentally thought Wooster on occasion. I think we've said Wooster enough. The Worcester is named after a real person. And hey, it's okay if we just move past uh, John Worcester, drummer for a super chunk in the Mountain Goats <laughs> from Best Show. A tiny little Easter egg at first. Maybe I didn't realize that Worcester as a character would swell in an evil way, which is, we, you know, we just that's where he was. Uh, maybe I feel weird about it. And so Wooster is fine with me. No, the, the, the official position is we are strictly pro Worcester. Sure. The human being, not the character who's obviously oh, yes. delicious. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Big fan. Huge and, fan. Yeah. And spell that NPC's name however you like. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> a little loving uh, slap it on is the very rear. Loving. It's, very loving. it's an audio medium. I get it. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was from Mags and Hootie. Uh, all right. Someone, last question about, oh, Captain, my Captain. Uh, Yamboli asks Hi, long time, first time. Um, uh, Can't um, be both. Was that a Chris Wade cameo as the mayor of Sethesda? And the answer is, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Chris Wade, uh, a friend of the show, a producer at Chapo. Yeah. And what's the name of his rock and roll show, Branson? Uh, and Introducing. And Introducing, yes. Uh, great music podcast. Um, uh, no. However, that was Branson's spur of the moment <laughs> solo unilateral decision to do Obama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be funny, and I was right. I feel like by the time that that impression made it onto the show, the, all of us were just like, we were all just stumbling to the ground like in Mortal Kombat when it's like finish him yeah. and you could have yes, really done anything yes. or some like That's post epic battle vampires turned back to humans stumbling yeah. into the sunlight that is, listening to the episode I got to the Obama impression you know it's been been months at that point and I get to the Obama impression and out loud as I walked Dodger I said what is my fucking problem <laughs> <laughs> it was it was amazing it was like it was like when you're 14 and you stay up till 3 a.m. with your friends <laughs> drinking too much Mountain Dew yeah. and just like yeah. and everyone is just exhausted from laughing and yeah. you're just finally about to fall asleep. And then someone goes, huh? <laughs> and, and, yeah. it's, and it's it's the biggest cherry on the biggest, dumbest cake. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's... Everyone's awake again, dying. But to get to the, 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 the meat of the question, we love Chris Wade. Chris Wade, old friend. I've known Chris Wade for years. Wonderful person. Uh, Chris, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. I could just say hi. Let us be clear. <laughs> Welcome on the show. And it's, a, it's like a bad Obama impression. It's the best part. <gasps> 
What? Is it? Is good. It? It's good. Oh, yeah, my Obama impression? Yeah, everybody can do a good Obama. Taylor, you were so surprised. It was so good. Thought People thought it was walk. Chris Wade. Uh, yeah. That's Yeah, no. You know what? I'll, I'll take it back. It was a good impression. Chris Wade, take the compliment. <laughs> Famously great Obama. Folks, that's it for our public feed uh, rude talks of chatting. Wow. We're, we're going to keep talking, but we're going to move this part only for patrones, which is my way of saying patrons on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank you for, Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. So you, so Taylor, if if you're listening to this on the main feed and you yes, wanted queen. to listen to the rest of the conversation, you can't. You could. It's only on the Patreon feed, Joe. NBC, so you, but you Joe, could. never be closing. <laughs> I'm an so open I'm guy. just wondering if you could go to Patreon.com/slash Rutez of Magic. I subscribe. Couldn't. I'm already subscribed. I can't subscribe twice, Joe. Listen, get a load of this guy. <laughs> But if you were another person, you could maybe listen to the rest of this conversation and like all of our other cool bonus content, our yeah. like fun one-off games we do, our specials, mm -hmm. our like our weird like non-canon like one off, you know like special weird, art, yeah, art videos, definitely videos. Oh, and uh, you, you, I think I get it. You're explaining to people what they could get if they subscribe to the Patreon. Uh huh. <laughs> Not just all that, Joe. They also get first up on it when we have new merch. Guys, and they're first to hear about that. Yeah, Carly hey, is just yeah. making taffy. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, my God. I did not want to talk about the page anymore. It's so big. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Bye. They taste like they're steaming cement. Rude, I say rude, are the stories you'll hear. They'll please only those pleased by piss-smelling scents. Gather round the corpse of a friend. Drip potion upon their rear end. From forth their dead cheeks flood out fables. Fantastic, rude tales of magic. I'm a goblin. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>